of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Hello and welcome to episode 47. I am Mosh and we got some nominees to talk about today. But first, I got it back. I got my YouTube partnership back, which is pretty cool. I lost it back in 2017 or 2018. I don't actually remember. Whenever they made the new requirements for partnership is when I lost it because I didn't have enough of the watch time. But now I do. But the voice in my head the other day was like, hey, you should probably check your analytics because you haven't done that in a while. So I did. Saw that I met the requirements for the watch time and I obviously meet the requirements for the subscriber count. And boom, I applied. Next morning, got the email. You've been accepted into the program and we're back. So thanks to the people that do watch my videos. I highly appreciate it. I remember in a podcast episode earlier this year, I said that I was going to try to get it back in October because I was looking at kind of the numbers. and I thought October would be the month where I would hit the view count or not the view count, but the, the watch time. But I hit it in November. It's one extra month, but I was close enough. So yeah, you will see some ads on my videos again. I'm excited to make about 20 cents a video. That's going to be pretty cool because I have done a lot more work on YouTube this year. I keep a log of how many hours I spend recording and editing every year for YouTube since 2015 or 2016. And last year I spent 48 hours editing. This year, I've spent 214 hours editing, and the year's not even over yet, so I deserve that 20 cents. But again, thank you to the people that do watch my videos. Next thing I want to say is Black Friday. So some stores have already started their Black Friday deals. They're doing it for a few days instead of just the one day because, you know, there's stampedes and people get trampled and killed over a hairdryer at 75% off or whatever. So making the sales last a few days and some stores are already live right now with the sales. So if you're interested in something, check out the store that the sale is at or online, whatever, and uh, maybe make a purchase. I don't know. I like this idea of making it multiple days because it's so much easier on the workers. I mean, when Black Friday was just Black Friday, the one day, Imagine being a cashier at one of these stores. It'd be an absolute nightmare. So this is much easier on the workers, which is great. All right, so let's get into the gaming portion of this. So Valve has announced a new Half-Life game called Half-Life Alex, and it will be on their Valve VR headset. I think it's a prequel. It's between Half-Life 1 and Half-Life 2. And yeah, that's going to be their big VR game. I made a video earlier this year talking about would Valve release a Half-Life game to promote their VR. I specifically said Half-Life 3, which this is not Half-Life 3, but yes, they did release or they are releasing a new Half-Life game for VR. It just makes sense when you think about it, so I will be expecting the Portal announcement next year. It's been a while since I talked about Valve VR, but I'm pretty sure it's like $800 to $1,000, so it's pretty much on the uh, cheaper side of things. Next up, it sounds like a new Tony Hawk game is in the works. I know Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5 wasn't that great, but you know, we'll, we'll keep our eyes on this one. Anyway, this comes from Games Radar. It says, Today's rumors about a new Tony Hawk's Pro Skater game being in the works have been seemingly confirmed via a resurfaced interview from October with professional skateboarder Lizzie Armanto 
Speaking on the Nine Club podcast last month, Armanto was asked about her appearance in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5 before stating that he's coming out with another one and I'll be in that one too. You can hear it for yourself at around the 2 hour and 15 minute mark during the interview, but other versions of the podcast have since been edited to remove the comment, only adding further fuel to the credibility of her words. At this point, I would just rather them remake or remaster one of the old games. Bring back one, two, three, underground, any of those ones I'm cool with, add online to it, and we're good to go. I was really big into Tony Hawk games back in the day, and then when Skate came along, that completely changed everything, and I was fully on board with Skate, but since, you know, EA is, well, actually, I don't know what they're doing. Hopefully waiting till next gen, because surely they know that a ton of people are waiting for Skate 4. There's a huge demand for it, and a ton of money would come their way. I'm really just hoping they're waiting for next gen, and they're not that stupid, but who knows. Anyway, if they remade or brought back some of the old Tony Hawks, I think that would help kind of fill the void of skateboarding games until a new skate came out, if a new skate comes out. I know there's that one game called Session, but I don't know how far along that is. I don't know when it's, it might actually even be out. I really don't even know. I actually just checked real quick and Session is being made for Windows, Xbox One, and it's currently in Steam's early access. So I guess you can play it right now on Steam. But anyway, old Tony Hawk games, good. More recent Tony Hawk games, not good. So I'll make this one good. Okay, cool. Let's move on. <laughs> on to the Game Awards. So they revealed all of their categories and all of the nominees. The show is on December 12th. It will be streamed so everyone can watch it. And just to note that not only do they give out awards, but they also reveal things at the show. So new games, gameplay, you know, whatever the case may be, they do reveal some of that stuff. So definitely keep an eye out for that. I mean, last year was when they revealed Crash Team Racing. And this year, you know, there's some rumors circulating about a new Crash Bandicoot game. So maybe since they revealed CTR last year, they'll reveal Crash Bandicoot this year. In 2017 at the Game Awards is when they teased Sekiro. And then at E3 the following year is when they revealed it. Well, they showed or they announced Elden Ring at E3 this year, so maybe they'll actually show it at the Game Awards. Who knows? Awards and reveals, that's what you can look forward to December 12th. Anyway, the categories, the nominees, I'm going through them. I will leave a link in the description to the site because there is fan voting. If you want to vote on these, you can do it. I believe last year fan voting counted for 10% of the overall vote. I'm not sure about this year. It doesn't say anything, so I'm just going to assume it's the same. And the site's just thegameawards.com. It's really simple. I'm not going to go through all of the categories because some of them are like esports players, esports coaches, esports events, esports teams, content creators. Like, I don't care about any of that stuff, so I'm not going to go over it. But I will go over the other stuff. Starting from the bottom and making my way up. We got to save game of the year for last. Best VR slash AR game. And the nominees are Asgard's Wrath, Blood and Truth. Beat Saber, No Man's Sky, Trover Saves the Universe. Alright, congrats Beat Saber, you're going to win that. Best Strategy Game, Age of Wonders Planet Phone, Anno 1800, Fire Emblem Three Houses, Total War Three Kingdoms, Tropico Six, and Wargroove. 
I have no idea which one of these will win. I know Fire Emblem's popular, but I mean, the game's called War Groove. That's pretty cool. And it's made by a company called Chucklefish. Best sports slash racing game. Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled. Dirt Rally 2.0. eFootball Pro Evolution Soccer 2020. F1 2019. And FIFA 20. I would say Crash Team Racing, but FIFA's pretty huge, so that'll probably win. Best score and music. Cadence of Hyrule. Death Stranding. Devil May Cry 5. Kingdom Hearts 3 and Sayonara Wild Hearts. I'm gonna say Death Stranding. Have you heard the album? Have you heard the score? Come on. Best role-playing game. Disco Elysium, Final Fantasy XIV, Kingdom Hearts 3, Monster Hunter World Iceborne, The Outer Worlds. I have no idea. I've heard a lot of people talk about Disco Elysium, but I don't know too much about it. Final Fantasy is Final Fantasy. Kingdom Hearts 3, I don't know how much of that's really RPG. I mean, can you really choose a role? Game seems pretty linear at that point. I don't know how much uh, choosing and path taking you can do. So, I mean, that's what an RPG is to me. Like, you have multiple options, multiple routes you can take in the game. Does Kingdom Hearts 3 uh, provide that? And the Monster Hunter is huge in the Outer Worlds. You know, it's gotten a lot of buzz lately, so who knows who's going to win that. Next up is Best Performance. So voice acting, motion capture, performance capture, all that good stuff. Ashley Birch as Parvati Holcomb in The Outer Worlds. Courtney Hope as Jesse Faden in Control. Laura Bailey as Kate Diaz in Gears 5. Mads Mikkelsen as Cliff in Death Stranding. Matthew Porretta as Dr. Casper Darling in Control, and Norman Reedus as Sam Porter Bridges in Death Stranding. I feel like that can go anyway too, so who even knows? Best ongoing game, Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy XIV, Fortnite, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. I would vote for Siege just because I didn't expect that game to be as popular for as long as it has been. Thought it would have died down by now, but it's still pretty successful. So, I mean, you gotta respect that. But it's going up against Fortnite, so rest in peace. Best Narrative. A Plague Tale Innocence. Control. Death Stranding. Disco Elysium. The Outer Worlds. I don't know the story of any of these games, so don't ask me what the best one is. Best Multiplayer Game. Apex Legends. Borderlands 3. Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Tetris 99, Tom Clancy's The Division 2. I'm going to be mad if Call of Duty wins, because it does not deserve to win this. Modern Warfare is terrible right now. The Division 2 does not deserve to win. I honestly take this one, Tetris. Shock everyone. Best mobile game. Call of Duty Mobile, Grindstone, Sayonara Wild Hearts, Sky Children of the Light, and What the Golf? Call of Duty's going to win. Best independent game. Baba is You. Disco Elysium, Katana Zero, Outer Wilds, Outer Wilds and Outer Worlds are two different games, and Untitled Goose Game, congratulations Untitled Goose Game, well Disco Elysium could win too, it's one of those two, I've heard people talk about Outer Wilds as well, I'm going with the goose, never bet against a goose, games for impact, and each of the categories has a little description under it about you know, describing what the, the category is, so for this a thought-provoking game with a pro-social meaning or message. Concrete Genie, Grease, or Gris, G-R-I-S. I've heard someone pronounce it as Grease, 
so I'm just going to say Greece. Kind words, Life is Strange 2, and Sea of Solitude. Haven't played any of them, so I don't know. Best Game Direction. Control, Death Stranding, Resident Evil 2, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, and Outer Wilds. Fresh Indie Game. Recognizing a new independent studio that released its first game in 2019. So these are all the first games of these studios. Which is actually pretty impressive. Zaum. It's Z-A slash U-M. Zaum. Zaum. Whatever. They made Disco Elysium. Nomada Studio. Greece. Dead Toast Entertainment for my friend Pedro. Mobius Digital for Outer Wilds. Mega Crit for Slay the Spire, and House House for Untitled Goose Game. As much as I want to say Untitled Goose Game, I don't think there's really that much to it compared to these other games, so I would expect something else to win. Best Fighting Game, Dead or Alive 6, Jump Force, Mortal Kombat 11, Samurai Showdown, and Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. I'd say it's between Mortal Kombat and Smash. Oh, and also I just want to clarify that Smash Bros. did come out last year, but it came out like the day after the Game Awards, so it just counts as this year. There is a deadline they have to meet to be eligible, and Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order did not meet that. It came out after the deadline, so Star Wars is not in this. It'll be in next year's, but it won't be in this year's Game Awards. So that's why Smash is in, Star Wars is not. Best Family Game, Luigi's Mansion 3, Ring Fit Adventure. Super Mario Maker 2, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, and Yoshi's Crafted World. All Nintendo games, what a surprise. Skipping over the eSports stuff, best community support. Recognizing a game for outstanding community support, transparency, and responsiveness. Apex Legends, Destiny 2, <coughs> Final Fantasy 14, Fortnite, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. Put my game mode in Bungie and then we'll talk about community support. Best Audio Design, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Control, Death Stranding, Gears 5, Resident Evil 2, and Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Probably give that one to Call of Duty. It's got some pretty good audio design, even though I think the mix and some of it is a little off, at least in multiplayer. But whatever. What do I know? Best Art Direction, Control, Death Stranding, Grease, Sayonara Wild Hearts, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, and The Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening. It better not be Link's Awakening Remake, that thing is so round and shiny and bubbly, like, nah. Nah, 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 nah. Best Action Adventure Game, Borderlands 3, Control, Death Stranding, Resident Evil 2, Link's Awakening, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. Best Action Game, Apex Legends, Astral Chain, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Devil May Cry 5, Gears 5, and Metro Exodus. And now, for Game of the Year. The nominees are... Control. Death Stranding. Resident Evil 2. Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. And The Outer Worlds. I'm gonna make my prediction on this one, and I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say, Control. I think Control will win game of the year only because nobody probably expects control to win game of the year so i'm just going with the underdog on this one and again go to thegameawards.com if you want to vote for who you would like to win 
That's it. That's all I have for gaming. All right, let's move on to music. I only got one thing this week, and guess what? It's more nominations because the Grammys revealed the nominees for the Grammy Awards 2020. And I'm only going to talk about a few categories, the ones that interest me the most. All right, let's just get right into it. Best Rock Performance for New Vocal or Instrumental Solo Duo Group or Collaborative Rock Recordings. Pretty Waste by Bones UK. This Land by Gary Clark Jr. History Repeats by Brittany Howard. Woman by Karen O and Danger Mouse. And Too Bad by Rival Sons. The Rival Sons gotta take this one. I think Gary Clark Jr. does more bluesy stuff. I've never really listened to him, but I could be wrong on that. Maybe he does rock. Bones UK. I mean, they're not good, but I guess that doesn't matter. And then the other people, I don't even, never even heard of them before. So, Rival Sons, get that. Best Metal Performance. Astorolus the Great Octopus. Candlemass featuring Tony Iommi. Humanicide, Death Angel. Bow Down, I Prevail. Unleashed, Kill Switch Engage. And Tempest, Tool. It's gotta be Tool or Kill Switch Engage. There's a certain band missing from this list, but you know, just... We'll just ignore that for now. They've already won a Grammy, you know. They've already been there, done that, but... <sighs> you know, <sighs> just saying. Best Rock Song, Fear Inoculum by Tool. Give Yourself a Try, The 1975. Harmony Hall, Vampire Weekend. History Repeats, Brittany Howard. In This Land, Gary Clark Jr. Tool, yeah, gotta take this one. Are the 1975 rock? Is that a rock band? Aren't they pop? Whatever. Best rock album. And the description on this is for albums containing at least 51% playing time of new rock, hard rock, or metal recordings. Only has to be 51%. The other 49% can be ambient bluegrass or something. I don't even think ambient bluegrass exists, but you know what? I'm sure someone out there is trying to make it. Alright. Ammo. Bring me the horizon. Social clues. Oh, excuse me, I can't read. Social cues. Cage the elephant. In the end, the cranberries. Trauma, I prevail. And feral roots, rival sons. I almost feel like the Cranberries will win out of sympathy, but I gotta go with Bring Me the Horizon. Come on. Bands I actually listen to need to win these things. Those are the only categories I'm interested in. I will go over a few of the other ones, though. They have Record of the Year, which you would think is Album of the Year because people call albums records, but Record of the Year is actually Song of the Year. But they actually have another category called Song of the Year, so I think Record of the Year is actually Single of the Year. And uh, if you're confused, then I don't blame you. Blame the Grammys. So Record of the Year or Song of the Year or Single of the Year. Hey Ma by Bon Iver. Bad Guy. Billie Eilish, Seven Rings, Ariana Grande, Hard Place, Her, Talk, Khalid, Old Town Road, Lil Nas X, Truth Hurts, Lizzo, Sunflower, Post Malone, and Swale, Sway Lee, I Don't Know, Song of the Year, Always Remember Us This Way, Lady Gaga, Bad Guy, Billie Eilish, Bring My Flowers Now, Tanya Tucker, Hard Place, her, Lover, Taylor Swift, Norman, 
F asterisk 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 in Rockwell Lana Del Rey hey that's how they put it that's a weird song title I mean three asterisks right in a row whatever probably on drugs or something someone you loved Louis Capaldi in Truth Hurts Lizzo and then album of the year I I Bon Iver I I what what kind of album title is that I I Captain come on now dude Norman F asterisk 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 in Rockwell Lana Del Rey again what's up drugs like what's going on when we all fall asleep where do we go Billie Eilish I don't know where do we go thank you next Ariana Grande I used to know her her seven Lil Nas X why is it called seven what's the significance between the number seven and Lil Nas X hmm who knows because I love you deluxe edition Lizzo and father of the bride vampire weekend and uh, I really could not care less who wins <laughs> that's all this episode was it's just nominees I don't know they both I'm pretty sure the Grammys and the Game Awards released their nomination list on the same day so that must have been national release your nominations day I don't know I must have missed that memo maybe I had some nominations to give out whatever moving on to the weekly pick so bring me the horizon released a behind the scenes making of video for their song ludens which is on death stranding which i talked about a couple of weeks ago and it just shows the process of them making it mostly ollie and jordan basically in a hotel room trying to get it done in the five days that they had to do it it says episode one so i thought they would release more and maybe show like the creation of the music video but so far they haven't released anything else some people are were saying that the other episodes are gonna be on other songs like songs we haven't heard yet but i don't know we'll just have to wait and see moving on to my weird story for this week we are headed back to florida so there was this guy and he decided to go to target he walked up to a display of frozen merchandise frozen the movie and he took a stuffed animal version of the snowman whose name is Olaf he then took Olaf put him on the floor of the store inside a target in public proceeded to then dry hump Olaf until he ejaculated he also had another victim a large stuffed unicorn he was arrested <laughs> now you think this might be like an older guy because you know once you start getting up there in age your mind's just no nope, dude was 20 years old and not just that but after he uh finished he put it back on display a true gentleman anyway that's gonna do it for this episode so thank you for listening as always you can listen on apple itunes spotify stitcher tune in and of course youtube links in the description below of the youtube video and i will talk to you guys next week later